Something, 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 something you don't want nobody to know about. You must Lord, something wrong. What you must have done, you must have done something wrong. KZE, this is the Up and Running Morning Show. I am Rick, your host. It's so great to be here. Bob Marley and the Whalers give us running away. You're running, you're running, you're running away, but you can't run away from yourself. Joining us this morning, live in person, is Caroline Phipps. Good morning. Good morning, Rick. How are you today? I'm feeling all right. And you? 
You're looking great. Something's happened to you. Huh. It's uh, this new hairdo and, uh, you know, my new three-piece suit that I broke out today. Yeah, it's really handsome. <laughs> and it's very cozy in here with you today. It was 13 degrees when I was driving to the studio. And it's nice and warm in here. I had the heater cranking all morning. Oh, yeah, it's absolutely delicious. So I wanted to ask you, Rick, how did the whole uh, strategy of loving kindness over the holiday season work for you? Caroline, I did the best I can, and I worked hard at it, and I tried my best to be as elegant as I can be with people's emotions and kindness, and I think I did okay. Yes, and I think I did okay too. Did, yeah. Yeah, I think I did okay too. I think there were moments when inelegance crept in, <laughs> but you know, you just have to take one step at a time. One thing which I've been told and I'm learning each and every day is that nobody is perfect. It's true. Nobody is perfect. So, Caroline, what do you want to discuss today? Well, I've found that so many people approach me and ask me about the story behind exploring inner elegance. What brought me mm. to this place? I have quite a sort of roller coaster of a history. And so I've started putting episodes of what I'm calling My Life in Chapters, which is the backstory to the experience. Exploring Inner Elegance initiative, the people, places and things that form the catalyst for it. And I've just put episode one onto my website and it's essentially about the day that I realized in April 2002 that my life had become unsustainable. And my reaction to that was to get on a plane and go back to England and essentially run away. Now, un unsustainable meaning what, Caroline? Um, unsustainable in that I was profoundly unhappy and couldn't deal with my problems here head on because they seemed too terrible. Hmm. So my reaction was to uh, book a ticket and get on a Virgin flight back to Heathrow. And the thing that I realize about myself is that um, I used to read a lot of classical fiction. Huh. So I was steeped in these romantic Bronte novels and Anna Karenina and Madame Bovary and had this kind of gothic idea mm. that as a romantic heroine, you could run away and then the story would somehow end but it wasn't until I arrived at the other end that I thought, I've run away, but I'm still me and I've got to do the day. Hmm. And it was, a, it was a big realization for me and in many ways I think formed the foundation for a whole lot of life changes that have brought me to the exploration of inner elegance. So I thought that thinking a little bit about running away and why we run away because we all have that impulse a great deal of the time. Now, when I was younger, I had a tendency to run away from problems or run away from authority when I was younger and literally run away and leave home and head up the street or go to some safe haven, girlfriend's house, something that I can escape to and just get away from 
my folks or the authority in general of, Rick, you must do this, and if you don't do this, there will be a consequence. Well, I don't feel like doing that, and I'm out, and I take off. But you can't get too far before it's some negotiation happens where it's like, okay, I'm sorry, and I'll take care of that right away. And you're made to come back and confront those problems of authority. Right. Exactly. The very interesting thing about children is that they're very instinctive, right, in their mm -hmm. behavior. So you don't think, well, I'm going to run away this afternoon. But what does that mean <laughs> for the rest of my life that I might be away from my family and having to somehow survive? So it almost takes us back to that primeval stone age effect of oh there's a dinosaur coming I'm going to run away and go to the cave and wait for that to die down and it'll be fine so children almost bring us back to that's a really good solution mm. for a problem now when we get more grown up of course it's not a great solution at all because the problems just build and we end up with more and more and more of them. Now, I recall like having issues with my children and confronting them and saying, here is the issue. And then their response would be so profound to me that I have to literally turn around 360 and put my back to them, count to 10, then turn back around. Now, I was confronting them about an issue. So there, there was no chance of running away at that point. Are there solutions to not running away? There are solutions to not running away. And I think going back a little bit to my story of leaping on a, on a plane, I told myself some kind of story about what it was going to be like at the other end. And, and did you think from reading uh, like, you know, romance novels that everything was going to be like storybook ending then? Um, yes, I certainly thought that everything was going to be bright and sunny hmm. at the other end in some kind of ridiculous manner. And I realized that I'd written a whole story around that trip that didn't actually tell the truth, hmm. which was, you are running away and you are going to pack that suitcase with all those troubles in it cart it all the way across the ocean and unpack it the other side and how did that make you feel then when you got to the other side with a suitcase full of problems well it was just hideous <laughs> i mean there's no other <laughs> word for it it was just ghastly so i think today i can look back on it and now and use it as a as a piece of wisdom Try to take a deep breath when you have a desire to just flee and think, what is it I'm doing? Why is it that I'm doing it? And let me see what the real story is behind here. So I would say that's the very first thing to do about facing your fears head on and Resisting the impulse to run away is to at first acknowledge that you have the impulse to run away. Right. And then to be able to recognize what you're running away from is a very elegant way to deal with issues and to take care of them in a way that, well, will bring peace to your life and a greater well-being, which is a good thing. And then for the others around you, 
Yes, that's right, because we always have to consider the other people who experience the fallout of mm. our inelegant behaviour, mm -hmm. don't we? Yes. So sit with the problem that you might feel inclined to run away from. And one strategy that I use that I hope sort of adds a little elegance to things is I think, what's the worst thing that can happen? Like the final outcome of your worst case scenario? Yes. And sit with that a little bit and just see how awful that is. And I think often when sitting with that worst case scenario, we suddenly think, well, I've been sitting with this worst case scenario and, and I'm not actually dead. I'm still here and I'm still alive and the world carries on turning. Right. Exactly. And how do you overcome those feelings that you have inside, though, that sent you running away in the first place? Well, it's my experience that if you can put a little loving kindness into the mix for yourself, we're often not very compassionate with ourselves. We tend to disappear into shame and guilt and into this spiral of fear, you mm -hmm. know, the whole saboteurial thing about, well, you know, I'm a loser and I couldn't do that anyway. I do and, everything wrong. And I do everything wrong and nothing works out for me. So when we can sit with it, but be kind to ourselves when we take responsibility for what's going on in our lives, then that's actually a very empowering thing because everybody experiences difficulties all the time. We're sort of given a whole new set of problems. It feels like we resolve one thing and then we get another thing to deal with. Mm. But if we've been able to sit with it and get some strength and some confidence that we can solve these problems, first of all, they go away more quickly and secondly, we feel considerably more empowered to face things head on and just get it dealt with. Otherwise, you end up driving along the whole time, looking in the rear view mirror at some terrifying thing that's, that's running to catch you while you're running away. So that is something that I try to do myself is to recognize what I'm actually trying or thinking about escaping from and then dealing with that head on and trying to come to a solution and an understanding that brings peace to all sides. Well, there's the old expression, isn't there? Feel the fear and do it, do it anyway. Yes. You know, great, great deal of truth in that. And if we keep externalizing our internal turmoil by doing a geographic or drinking too much or, you know, um, overeating or undereating or some way of distracting ourselves, TV, video games, social media, whatever it is, you know, we just tend to never get to that place of, of, Getting smart about things and feeling strong and confident. Right. And that is the best thing you can do for yourself is to get to that place where you say, I am strong, I am confident, and this is what I'd like. 
And of course, that also then attracts more strong and confident people into your life, which helps you to manage uh, even better than you were before. Caroline, how can folks stay in touch with you? How can they get more information? How can they be more elegant in their life? Do you have suggestions? I do. Come to carolinephipps.com, which is becoming a wonderful hub for the exploration of inner elegance. I would love for people to read the first episode of My Life in Chapters and to there are places where you can comment on the website and it would be just lovely to hear other people's experiences of running away, um, of running away from what and how people managed and whether or not any of these strategies that we've been talking about today help people to be more elegant in their daily lives. And folks can also check out an archive of recordings that Caroline have made here at 981KZE live on air that are on carolinephipps.com. And you can hear great topics about gratitude and forgiveness and the power of love. Yes, we did a lovely leveraging love series, didn't we? Indeed. So I look forward to more exciting chapters of your elegant life, Caroline. And I'm glad to see you looking so elegant today, Rick. It's an absolute treat to be with you. Well, I knew you were coming, so I had to get all dressed up. Yeah, I can see that. I'm so thrilled. And and the pale yellow summer suit is just divine. You didn't have to tell everyone what color it was, but pale yellow does look pretty smashing on me, doesn't it? It really does. Thank you. And you look pretty good in your Sgt. Pepper's Beatles-esque coat that you're wearing as well. Oh, thank you very much. It's one of my favorites. It's great. Is that Was that designed just for you? Yes, it was designed uh, just for me by Annie Warwin-Jones, the British designer in Ancrumdale. And uh, yeah, she's a marvelous woman. She is indeed. And so are you, Caroline. And thank you so much for being here this morning. Caroline at carolinephipps.com. Carolinephipps.com. Go there. Check out the archive of recordings that we've made here live on the radio. They're all up on the website so you can enjoy them and listen over and over again. Maybe, just maybe, you'll learn something. Caroline, thank you so much. I've been learning. Thank you so much for having me. It's my pleasure. And I'm always grateful. It's 923. I am Rick, 981KZE. Our guest this morning, Caroline Phipps.